Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady with my co-host, JC. Hi, Wendy. And a very special guest, Erica Martinez-Rose with TechRage IT. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me again. So before we dive into the rest of the topic here, tell me what your title is, Erica. <laughs> it's CEO. I um, love it. Yeah, I get a lot of good feedback from it, so... I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Very cool. Well, uh, well-deserved. And I know as a small business, regardless of uh, what your title is, the weight of the world is on your shoulders as a business owner. And I know because uh, my phone rings every day, all day uh, with people this morning with somebody I don't even know, and I help them out of a jam. Everybody is concerned about retaining employees, retaining employees. And I'm sure you are too. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's it's a big thing, um, but ultimately retaining the right employees, I think, is really important too. Um, we want to make sure we're all um, going in the right direction and in the same direction. Um, so that's just something really important. Um, just like clients, you want to make sure you have the right clients because um, it can really impact your team. Yeah, absolutely. Do, do you ever find that there's a, a client that could be a great prospect for you and could be the potential of amazing business, but they're just not the right culture fit, so you pass? Does that happen? We've had to fire clients um, for not being the right fit. Um, I, it, it, at the beginning, it's really hard to let go of revenue, um, but we have had an instance where we've had to end a contract with the client um, because they were really impacting our team's morale. Um, every time the client called, our team was stressed out and it's just not worth it. So, yes. Yeah, I've had to do that too. And um, I agree in the beginning when you are starting your business and, and the first time you ever have to tell someone, hey, we can't work with you anymore. Or, you know, eventually you get to the point where you just don't even take them on because you do you do, be, do better due diligence with uh, customers and clients. You know, it's scary because you're like, all you see is like, I see money walking away. But I have to tell you, and I talk about this in, a, in one of my books is when you fire a client um, your employees practically do cartwheels down the sidewalk, you know, yep. especially when they're, when they're bad, bad clients. They're like, yes, my, my manager, my company cares more about our morale than that extra, you know, set of dollars over there. Um, and for the folks that are listening, the interesting thing is when you get rid of those bad clients that are, are driving everybody nuts, honestly, it just frees up your time for, for really awesome clients. And, you know, you get, you have yourself a, a little bit of a, a good cry <laughs> that night. And then that, that revenue gets replaced pretty quick. 
I'm sure you've seen that too. I'm uh, looking at the uh, state of the global workplace report 2022. And um, it says in here, this is from Gallup. So global employee vital signs, engagement and well-being remain stable, but not great. Only 20, 21% of all employees are engaged at work. Yikes. Yikes. And 33%, I should say only 33%, are thriving in their overall well-being, meaning outside of work and inside of work. I can see this with the pandemic. I can see this a lot. We need to be flexible with our employees, um, you know, and, and not all of our roles are allow for maybe schedule flexibility. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, improving employee engagement and connection and any tips that you have, including flexibility at work. As a small business, you probably don't have a heck of a lot of flexibility, right? Um, it goes back to our metrics that we talked about and profitability. Um, if we're really efficient, taking a day off really doesn't impact our team. Um, so we really try to make sure that we're maximizing our eight hour day um, to be able to do those fun activities like, you know, go bowling or, or having a cookie decorating contest. Um, so as long as we're efficient, we can do things like that. Um, as far as flexibility, because we are business to business and we have to serve our clients during business hours, Monday through Friday, it's very hard for us to offer flexible schedules um, for at least the set, the service team. Um, and that's a struggle that we have. Um, and, and we're trying to figure out how to be inclusive um, for people who have young families and they need to drop their kids off at school. And we're trying to figure things out like that. Um, but as long as we, we try to figure it out, whether it's having the teams um, change shifts so so they can you know come in a little bit later a little bit uh, leave a little bit early we're, we're trying to allow for those accommodations um, but it is definitely a challenge to be flexible in our in our industry for the service team yeah yeah I would imagine a lot of businesses are I know I have a few clients that are um, that make things you know they're in some sort of manufacturing um, uh, whatever it might be, uh, they have two of mine happen to be food products, and one is a pharmaceutical, and and they're all highly um, regulated, and so not just with OSHA safety purposes, but you know with the FDA and things like that. And there are certain things that need to be done. You know, um, food needs to be packaged by a certain time and procedures, and if the, the whole team's not there at the same time, there's a hiccup. And so they, like my one client was able to say, okay, the entire team has agreed to work a four day schedule, but that means everybody needs to be there for 12 hours and then they get Friday off. And they all know if, if um, something happens, a machine breaks, whatever it might be, somebody's out sick, that's gonna throw them off and they might have to work on Friday. And that's a hard one because employees will want to blame the other employee whose kid is sick. Right. And I'm, I'm you know, that's a difficult one. Um, and it's, you know, I literally just got done doing a podcast or a, a webinar right before this for Aurora on um, accommodations for like religion and politics. But then 
think about other things too of uh, you don't you don't qualify for the family medical leave act but you still want to do the best thing you can for your employees so have you ever had any situations where um you you know you had to no names please but you had to have a difficult conversation with one particular employee that was affecting everyone else um yes we did um and we've been again been more reactive than we have in the past um because we realized that you have to you need to be verifying checking and verifying all the time not micromanage but but have those um checkpoints so you can see where you need to correct things um and we started having those conversations a lot sooner um the employees no longer with us i think they realized it wasn't going to be the right fit for them um but they were bringing the team's efficiency down and we have um for the last year been working on a bonus structure or you know profit sharing um that we haven't rolled out yet but we're we're testing it right now and hopefully go live um q1 of 2023 um so it's a team effort we all work together to be profitable um because if we're efficient we don't have to hire right away and then there's this profit here um so we're all working towards a goal and it's it's there you can see which one's not pulling their weight and it's not fair for the other team members so yeah we've all gotten the same training we all have the same metrics some just can't handle it and we've been just again having those conversations sooner yeah good i mean you know it it in during the pandemic the main part of the pandemic not that the pandemic's over but it was harder to even have conversations because we're trying to show empathy to everybody and what they're going through empathy and even sympathy too in some cases and so i know um a lot of my clients who they just didn't even do reviews or anything and i was like no no please don't not do reviews i mean you can maybe pull it back a little bit of not being so strict with the the um, productivity metrics and everything, but oh my goodness, folks, if you get anything out of this podcast, you got to give your people feedback. I don't care if it's on an official form or not, you have to give your people feedback and you have to be listening to the employees who are saying, hey, I got a lot on my plate and um, I think I'm doing somebody else's job a little too much. Then you have to be careful not to you know, tell the person who who gate informed you that any other information because they want to know what happened. What happened? Did you write them up? And you can't share that information. I right. mean, you can. You're going to get yourself in trouble. Um, I would not advise sharing that information. It should be you should be a vault, right? Of say what happens when bad things happen. Even though everybody probably knows about it, uh, let's just talk about it between a manager and employee, and then move on with our day. And if they're removed from the team, you still don't talk about it afterwards. And it sounds like you know you're doing the right thing there as well. JC, anything to add there? Yeah, you know, uh, I want to go back to the flexibility piece that you had brought up a little while ago. How there might be a lack of flexibility, but it's also related to the business and the culture, right? And we've seen it before. I've been there before as well, being with a small tech company, 15 people on staff. You're making it happen. You're really making it happen at that point, and everyone has to be pulling their weight. And and one of the things that I found in that position at that time, and I'm not sure if you see the same, is while some of the flexibilities might not be what we see in the large corporate environments, some of the uh, some of the other benefits 
pardon me there, frog in my throat. Some of the other benefits, some of the other things that you could do, like recognition, rewards. You can do things above and beyond that uh, a larger corporate entity can't do. And and to that, uh, let it be custom awards, social features, functions, or integrations. Uh, ways to appreciate them and their family above and beyond. Uh, let it be with certain levels of time off, not flexible time, but actual time off, or maybe a vacation, all expenses paid somewhere, uh, some, some things out of the box. So to that, do you ever find yourself hitting the gas on some amazing rewards for the people in your crew? Yep. So I love the fact that we can be creative. Um, you know, we were at a certain size that we couldn't do health insurance. Um, so that was, um, you know, really hard because we didn't have, um, we weren't able to get the right candidates for us because we didn't have health insurance. So, you know, things like that can really hurt a small business. Um, but we're over that hump and we've been able to offer benefits this year. But besides that, we started thinking, how can we get creative? Um, so we started doing a personal holiday of your choice, your birthday, your dog's birthday. You want to celebrate it? You have it. You can take it. Uh, we started doing a rest day every quarter. So um, a team member can take a Friday or a Monday off. Um, just not a long weekend, like a holiday weekend, because it kind of doesn't get fair there. Yeah. Um, but we allow for that. Um, we try to do, you know, I, I read somewhere about doing after hours events can really um, not be inclusive because people who have young families or things like that. So we started doing things more during the day um, to be able to include team members um, and give them a break from being in front of a screen all the time. Um, so there's little things like that that we can do. And one thing I do is I, I poll my employees and ask them, you know, what's important to you and, and then try to incorporate it wherever we possibly can. We can't do everything, but we try to get creative so yeah it definitely sounds like you do for sure all right so we're gonna wrap up this section of the podcast and we'll be back in a minute thank you for joining the hr empowerment podcast brought to you by aurora training advantage we hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the hr profession we look forward to you joining us again on the hr empowerment podcast